and welcome back to The Metamistic Show. Today we're going to be talking about the spiritual journey. And then when we come back from some sort of enlightening download or for a lot of us it really is a journey. Like for some of us when we're going down these spiritual paths it is very 3D world stuff like it could be us at a new job, us in a new relationship, but it's very spiritual. And so when we come out the other side of a certain experience that changed us, or even if you travel somewhere, it's a trope for a reason. Like when people come back from another country and they, you know, say that somebody goes to Paris and they come back and they're wearing a beret, right? A spiritual journey is our own. Like what we experience when we go on that journey is often so profound that when we come back, there's a disconnect. And that disconnect is what I want to talk about today because I know that we're all spiritual people here. We're always going on these spiritual journeys, right? These spiritual expeditions. We're always learning more going deeper, I almost said, into the Akashic Records. Yeah, for a lot of us, we're understanding who we were before. A lot of us are tapping into gifts that we didn't even know that we possessed, for example. A lot of us are understanding what we're made of here and that no matter how hard people try to discredit us, to push us down, to suppress us, to shh, shh, don't talk about that. Be, let's be quiet about that. Whether it's on a big macro scale, like suppressing certain like words and things like that. <clears throat> Something's in my throat. Whether it's on a macro scale or whether it's on a micro scale that people in your family are like, you've changed. Or friends suddenly start treating you differently because you've had a glow up and suddenly they start putting you down. They were more comfortable when you were like, not doing so good. It made them feel good in your presence and now they're not feeling so good. Now they're now they're itching. <sighs> they're, 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 they're itching, everybody. All right. So what do we do when we come back from a spiritual journey and people don't support our dreams or support the new us? right? And the word support is a funny word. I'm just using that for the title, basically. You know, I try to keep these topics more on the practical level. I mean, I got a lot of earth in my chart. I'm a Virgo stellium. I got a Taurus moon, Capricorn north node, right? But at the same time, and I, I, have, a I have a will within Capricorn as well, but <laughs> love and light, but we're, we'll, we'll get to the devil. <laughs> All right, that, that, that's enough preface. You guys know what I'm talking about, right? This, this brings me to our first card. And I, I'm, these are cards on the bottom of the deck. This is my process. I, I go through process before I start filming. Very spiritual process. I go in my little witchy lair and I pull cards for you guys and I receive from my guides the message that they want me to share, right? Just like I've always done back when I was a prophetic minister. This is the same stuff I used to do. I just didn't use cards back then. I used to just script out my messages. 
I had an entire channel, for those of you that don't know, that I started. I started my own ministry where I would share these like channeled messages, essentially. I would never have used the word channeled back then. I used to call them prophetic words. Like if you type in on YouTube right now, if you type in prophetic word, see what comes up. There are people that are like us, but they're not really like us. Unfortunately, they would call us in our community. They would call us of the devil. So we can't really like mingle with them, unfortunately. Even if we want to mingle with them, they don't want to mingle with us. Oh, you shouldn't blanket statement. I was a minister for 10 years, okay? I don't know if I ran into one situation where people were open to like the occult okay I'm, I'm not trying to discourage you guys i'm just saying good motherfucking luck good luck good luck i had to drop the debate until you read my book all right <laughs> but anyways all right so let's let's start with the high priestess actually because that's who that's who we are that's who i'm talking to today you are male, female, non-binary, however you identify. You're a spiritual person, but you're not just a spiritual person. You're a person that knows the astral realm, right? You're somebody who has gone through shadow work. See how she has these two pillars on either side of her? The black pillar and the white pillar, kind of like my background here. It's kind of a nod to the high priestess, if you couldn't tell. All I'm missing are pomegranates. <laughs> the high priestess, the reason why the high priestess is so powerful is not because she's a seer or a psychic, but it's because she is all those things, but it's much deeper than that. Because like I said, I came from the Christian world where there were all sorts of prophets and seers and people who dreamed dreams. And I'm not saying that their dreams weren't real or that those people weren't real or anything like that. I'm saying we squelch our gifts. We, put, we, we force them into a box of doctrine, right? So that it, it abides by a man-made human construct, which is the idea of religion. It's a form of suppression of the real, which is this high priestess. I'm not saying that all those years that I lived as a prophetic minister were a lie. I'm using the same spiritual gifts that I've always used. I'm using my same abilities that I've always used. But I do believe I had a kundalini awakening, which is what brought me here to all of you, okay? And what caused me to leave the church and what caused me to leave the ministry that through my own blood, sweat, and tears that killed me to get to that point. I had no money. <laughs> I've, I've struggled for the past few years since I had this spiritual awakening to find my place, to find what the hell I'm doing, who the hell I even am anymore. After giving myself to a religion that wanted to see me left dead on the side of the road, they're the ones that preach about the Good Samaritan. Oh, we're the Good Samaritans. We're the Good Samaritans. We're the ones who would stop for the one that was half dead on the side of the road. But no, you're the Pharisees that walked by and left him for dead. That's who you are. Right? Well, let's, let's get the facts straight. You're no good Samaritan. You left me and my people for dead on the side of the motherfucking road. And smiled as you walked by. 
All right, let's get that clear. New moon in Capricorn as I'm filming this, so hence my attitude. <clears throat> Capricorns just say it like it is. High Priestess, this is who I'm talking to. This is the message to all of my fellow high priestesses that understand what I'm talking about who have been through journeys of your own, whether that's through the astral realm, sitting in your chair or laying on your bed and understanding things from the unseen realm, dreaming dreams, seeing visions, channeling messages, scrying understanding, whatever gifts you use through your ear, through your eyes, through your knowing, through your senses, even through your taste, through your touch, through your discernment of a situation. Oh, I just don't feel right about that. Yeah, that's a high priestess, right? So that that's who this message is for. I'm, I'm not just talking to everybody. I'm talking to people that know what I'm talking about. One, one, one right now on my clock. <clears throat> So you, you, you know about the spiritual journey, right? So, and we go through many of them. And, and some of them are more practical. Some of them are more spiritual, right? It doesn't always have to be like ayahuasca on the mountain, but it can be, right? <clears throat> All right. So when we go on those journeys, whatever they may be, whether they're more practical, more, more spiritual, more passion-based, more creative, whatever, right? can be self-love based it could be working out more because we're being led to do that by our guides there is no one spiritual journey we go off on these different paths many 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 times as high priestesses right i think we can all agree on that so when we inevitably do go on another one of these journeys we have another awakening we're more enlightened to who we are maybe we're doing shadow work and we're starting to understand wow that's why i keep attracting narcissists holy shit or wow that's why i've not been able to make more money because i feel like i'm not worth making more money it's like we we do this shadow work we go on these spiritual journeys if you will and then we come back with information which, which brings me to our next card, which is the Two of Wands. Again, this is just on the bottom of the deck. This is my opener to get to my, to get to my advice on what we do when we inevitably come back with this high-level wisdom that comes from the divine, that comes from source, and then we're met with all sorts of, like, strange behavior from other people. Okay, we're going to get to that, but let me just, let me open here <laughs> so, so, we, so we know what we're talking about. High Priestess Two of Wands. It's like this is the High Priestess coming back and she's looking over her balcony, holding this world in her hands, this world of knowledge that she's just gained. Like something new has made sense to her. She's holding this information in her hands, thinking, what do I do now with this information? What do I do next now that I know what I know? I've been trying to figure that out since the end of 2021. Since I left my ministry and had my spiritual awakening. I literally have had somebody comment the other day on my video and say, you know, saying goodbye to me because I'm an apostate, right? Somebody that supported my ministry for many years. That I prophesied things over his life that came to pass. Love and light. You know what I mean? No hard feelings from my end. It's just like 
that's an example of like funny behavior. You know, you looked at me as a high priestess for all of those years. And now you look at me as lost. You look at me as an apostate. Okay. When all I've done is I evolved again. And yet you no longer look at me as a prophet. Because I have decided to speak another language. That would be like me going away to France and learning Fran French and coming back to the States and then being called an apostate because I now am bilingual. No. I'm holding the world in my hands, as are you. Okay, so that's what brings us together today in my church. This is my church, all right? This is how we do church on the Metamystic channel, all right? <laughs> Little unconventional, fine, but I, I do. I work with what, what the day calls for. This is not my first rodeo, and what, what the day calls for, the time that we're in, is how we talk. It's how we express. Maybe I would have expressed differently in 1827, but in 2024, I'm going to speak a little bit differently. All right? Simple as that. No hard feelings. The, if you want to be a true teacher, how do you teach the class? Why are your students failing? It's not the student's fault. It's the teacher. The teacher needs to learn how to talk to the children. I'm not calling you guys children. I'm just saying in the context of being a pastor and minister, that's your flock. Those are your children. People are leaving the church in droves, and I'm not trying to get religious on you. I'm just saying high priestess to high priestess, this is some of my experience of what I've dealt with being a high priestess myself through the years, all right? I've had extreme spiritual experiences since my first memories on this planet. I've never been normal. I've never fit in. I've never felt like I've connected to much. And that's not, I'm not saying that in a sad way, like, oh, I'm a loner, because you can go the other direction as well. Maybe there's a reason you're a loner. Maybe people don't want to be around you. You know what I'm saying? We need to also open up the heart chakra and allow spirit to heal us of those abandonment wounds as well. I'm talking to myself. So I was a lone wolf for a season, and I believe the divine is now bringing me back into the public eye again. After those people de-fucking-humanized me to the point that I wanted to myself for the 20th time. You know what I'm saying? So coming back... With the information that we come back with, as we do, as high priestesses, what do we do with it? Now, we figure that out. See how the two of wands is holding that globe in his hands, the world in his hands? The page of pentacles is holding a globe of sorts as well. But what has he done with it? He's taken that divine information, high priestess. And he's figured out how to apply it practically to his life. See, I'm seeing these today. I'm seeing it 
as the Two of Wands is holding the globe and the Page of Pentacles is holding a globe of sorts, which is his pentacle, which is his tangible... It's like he's able to apply it to in a practical way to his life, what he learned on his spiritual journey, right? So that's what I'm seeing there. And then the next step, the question that you asked, that I asked, standing on the balcony after we came back from our spiritual journey was, what do I do with this now? What do I do next? The next step was learning how to kind of translate it because it's such high level stuff that we have to kind of ground it down. Once it's been integrated and grounded down, the next step, three of wands, is taking that and like expanding upon it. It's taking that and it's like we've become the information. It's taken on a life of its own. It's expanding out beyond us, three of wands. So now with that said, that brings us to our first card, which is the four of cups. How do we go through something this mother effing powerful and be sitting in the four of cups? Well, that's a good question because this is not our energy. We were excited. We were Page of Pentacles. He's like the top student. He's like in the library at midnight. He's obsessed, right? He's excited. How do we get from that to huh, all the wind out of our sails? How does that happen? This Four of Cups. It's like a slow come on, okay? This starts to happen, like it's something that kind of comes over time, like a cloud that just begins to cascade over your aura to where you kind of just lull into almost a sleepy zone where you start to feel like, well... Did I really experience what I thought I did? Well, maybe I was too out there. Well, maybe I need to be more normal. Okay? It's like a slow... <clears throat> it's like... It's like you're a balloon filled with all of these possibilities. And somebody comes along with their sword, perhaps, which brings us to card number two, and we'll get to her more in depth. But let's just, let's introduce the Queen of Swords to the dynamic here, because she is the reason why we're in the Five of Cups. And she may be a person, but she might just be society at large, you know, apply it where it applies. She might be religion. She might be, you know, religious law or dogma. She may be uh, harsh words. She may be making fun of you on social media, you know. Or she might be your mom or your dad. Or your friend who you thought would support you no matter what. And turns out, no, they only like you when you're normal. Okay, 
Four of Cups. It's an energy of even when it's like when somebody comes and tries to cheer you up. See how this cup is being given to him by the divine. This is the ace of cups. This is like, hey, buddy. Hey, pal. Remember? Remember when we were out there? Remember the things we talked about? Remember all the things we learned together? Let's get back to that. It's like it's coming to remind you when you're in this haze of disappointment and nobody understands me. It's a very Piscean energy, to be honest with you. And I have a 12th house stellium. My son's literally in the 12th. And I heard an astrologer say that, I, you know, you might as well be a Pisces having a son in the 12th. But anyways, lovingly, I love you, Pisces. <laughs> what I'm seeing here today is it's like this cup is like being offered as the remembrance of everything that we just came from. Like, it's it's kind of the equivalent of you have this powerful dream and you wake up in the middle of the night. Like, it's so vivid. It's so clear. It was like a movie in front of your face. But then you wake up the next day and you kind of get to work and you get busy and the whole day goes by and you kind of forget about the dream. It's like, it, it, it could be something as simple as that, that it's just the haze of life. Spirit's always going to come poke, always going to come off of the cup. All right, so... Let's let's get to our next card because really most likely like yes it's society but a lot of us are at the point as spiritual people where we're like I don't really care if people think I'm woo woo I don't really care if people think I'm a conspiracy theorist I don't really care if people think I'm a little wacky right um, I know what I know a lot of us are in that state. So for a lot of us, it's not really just going to be society at large that, you know, kind of deters us from holding our position with what we saw and what we knew and what we understood, right? For the most part, we're going to be in this Four of Cups because of this, which really brings us to the Queen of Swords now, which is our second card. See how the Queen of Swords has her back turned to him. It's like, imagine it like this. This is you coming back so excited. You're like a new person. Page of Pentacles, the pages can be like new energy. You know, it's like, there's this new aspect of me. There's this new thing that I want to do. There's this new dream that I have. I have this new idea that I was given. It's, it's very innovative. It's very fresh. It's very future. You know, it's, it's something that can help change society, and it probably is. So I would make sure you put that pentacle in your pocket. I'm making this video to help us avoid the down, like to help us avoid losing our pentacle. Losing our globe in our hands. We saw what we saw and we knew what we knew for a reason. And we were gifted that information. It would be like somebody giving me a very valuable heirloom. And then I'm just like, oh, well, 
It's like, I'm going to put that somewhere safe. You know what I'm saying? Because this is not just like money today. This is not just information. This is like spiritual knowledge that we are, it's an honor that the divine showed us this. That it's an honor that we are counted worthy to receive such high level information. So we need to treat it with respect and hold it close to our chest. So no matter what, whatever we face coming back from these spiritual journeys, these quests, if you will, I don't care what we're faced with. We know that this is what we're holding has value. It's like the old Jewish idiom, don't cast your pearls before swine. Basically, that means, you know, don't don't share things with people that are just going to come and rip it all up, rip it to shreds, you know, and, and literally destroy the valuable heirloom that has been passed down to us that we were gifted. So anyways, back to this. With that said, we're going to face adversity and sometimes it's like this passive aggressive energy of disconnect where somebody will turn their back on us. We'll come back excited, blasting into the room and I would advise maybe don't share information. That's, that's part of today's uh, lesson as well. Speaking from many, many years of experience, I remember one time I shared in a, a very important dream that I was given this was years ago now. It, the dream is still clear as day. It, it's literally like a short film in my mind. And I shared this dream um, with somebody that I really looked up to at the time and respected and thought would honor me, but um, didn't. Many, many, many times did not. Okay. Um, and I continued to share with this person. And they were the swine that were spoken about, um, turns out, unfortunately. And you know what? Hey. It's all part of the lesson, right? Okay. That's why we're here. So, people may turn their back on you energetically. That can cause this feeling of like, it's almost like an excited kid bursts into a room and is like, I had this experience and it was amazing. And then it's like the mom on the couch that's just like on their phone. Like they completely don't care at all. They're not paying attention. They're not saying anything negative, but they're kind of just turning their back to the child. It's, it's that energy. We tend to think in extremes in the spiritual community when it comes to black magic i'm not saying that i don't believe in all of that i i i truly have dealt with stuff you would not believe okay so i'm not discounting that i'm not making fun of that i'm not saying that's not true but what i'm saying is we typically think that people are going to reject us flat out you know 
a lot of the time it's more this. It's more of this passive energetic disconnect, right? Where it causes us to kind of question ourselves a little bit. It's kind of like a similar energy to like if the mother-child example doesn't work for you. Think of this as a partner. Say I get all dressed up. You know, I pick out this dress. I, I even pick out like my undergarments and everything, right? I do my nails, my hair, my makeup, and I'm going to go out on a date. And my partner looks at me and I'm just standing there. Not even looking for validation, just in my, I'm, I'm standing in myself. And they're kind of like looking me up and down. Are you really going to wear that? It's subtle. They didn't really technically say anything abusive. But it's like there's this air of... It's complicated. People could respond to you with, they feel a disconnect in the energy, and we're going to get to why. There's a much deeper layer to all of this discrepancy, and we're going to get to these cards in a minute here. I'm just going to introduce it into the conversation, because this is real 3D world stuff here. Four of Cups, Queen of Swords, you know... But what is beneath all of that? It's this spiritual stuff. All right? We're going to get to that. It's 111 p.m. I know I said before it was 111, but it was 111 on my timer. Now it's 111 p.m. Okay, anyways. <laughs> this is the 3D energy. This is kind of that, that little tickle in the back of the brain where it's like you burst into the room with this presentation or you read this poem. I used to do this. I used to read poems in front of my, my whole family, like 20 people, you know, extended family and everything. And there was kind of like an awkward silence after the fact. And it's like, wow, I just poured out my heart in front of everybody. And it's kind of like, it's kind of like that. It's like you think you're bringing forward this brilliant thing. Let's go back to it. It is. It's like I said, it's like a family heirloom, a spiritual heirloom that was passed down to you. You're the one they're giving it to, High Priestess, right? They're trusting you to understand that the rest of your group even possibly, not always, but some of the time, there's a lot of stories of spiritual people that feel outcast, that feel other, that feel ostracized, that feel left out, that feel like they don't belong anywhere. Why is that? We're going to get deeper into it. But when you're blasting into the room, holding up this shiny pinnacle that's worth all of this money, and you're met with somebody's back, even if, it's, even if they're smiling to your face, it's energetic and you're going to know. Because you're a high priestess. You're going to feel like this disconnect. Like, why are they just not impressed at all? Or it's an energy of, like, passive aggressiveness. Or almost jealousy. Or they're worried that you're getting a little too big for your britches. So they're going to check you by using whatever tactics they use. Silent treatment. Or some... Queen of Swords in the reverse, you know, can be narcissistic. 
right? Some people will go as far like I've had in past situations through multiple people. I had to learn the same goddamn lesson. <laughs> yeah, like many times, again and again, men, women, somebody who even identified as non-binary did this to me as well. Okay, so I've been around the block a little bit here with people, platonic, romantic, family, all right, where they have spoke to me, spoke down to me to purposely shame and humiliate me, putting me in this four of cups. All right, I'll speak for myself, right? It's this it's kind of like a cloud that cascades, like I said before, over your, over the sunlight that you are. And this is our next card and we're going to get to it. It's like a cloud that moves over the sun on a hot summer day. Suddenly before, you went into the water, right? You went into the water to cool off because it was so hot out there on the beach. But now when that, that cloud comes over the sun it's like you're sitting there shivering and you have goosebumps all over your body and you're it's almost like you're hyperventilating because this energy is so cold it's it's like it's like an ice bath it's like you come back with all this bright light you might have gone down to the freaking underworld because persephone does right the, the high priestess she knows the darkness just as much as she knows the light because she's both. So take it as it resonates, right? You're coming back and you're being met with on the more extreme side of things. Words that could kill you. And almost killed me. Right? To the point where you question if you're even worth living anymore. Like if you're worth being alive. That's how harsh the words that were spoken against me many times through many different people have been. And I am no saint and I've done a lot of bad things and I've, I've had a lot of bad behaviors myself that I have had to go into the underworld and handle, right? So I'm, I'm no princess. I'm just saying. This has happened to me many, many times, and it's taken me a long time to learn to shh, take what you learned, apply it, integrate it, and then expand into the world with that information, okay? And that's what we're doing here. We would think that bringing it to our closest family and friends and colleagues would be the answer, not always, not necessarily. Sometimes the best way to express this information is maybe you need to start a YouTube channel or write a book or start a blog or create art or, um, you know, express it with the three of wands, maybe to people that will be more receptive to it. Do you know what I'm saying here? It's like we got to be smart. We got to be wise as a serpent and gentle as a dove. That's that high priestess energy. Wise as a serpent, but gentle as a dove. We got to know when to speak and when not to speak. We got to know who to share things with and who to zip that with. 
And many, many times you're going to find that you don't even have to say a word. This is all energetic. That's why I use the cloud example. It's like a dark cloud cascading over your aura to where you don't even really know what's happening. It's kind of like this slow process that you just start to kind of get lulled back to sleep again. Oh, what was I thinking? That was kind of woo-woo anyway. I don't know about all that. Maybe I'm a little fringe. Maybe I need to chill out. Maybe I need... You need to amp up. You need to ramp that shit up. You need to turn that light up. The world is dark. And we need to be the light. That's why they gave you that information to begin with. And on all of that, we're, we're going to also make sure to cast all that negative energy out of my channel. Because people really like to comment on my channel that I am. I don't know how these people find me. I'm sure it's the same for a lot of readers. But specifically these uber religious people tend to find me. People that don't even know I was a minister before but somehow pick it up. And like to tell me that. I'm going to burn in hell, and I'm doing the devil's work, and I'm an apostate, and all that shit. So it's like, all right, love, love and light to all. I wish nothing but abundance and happiness upon you and your family for generations. That is my heart and my intent towards you. But that does not mean that I won't also block your ass and tell you to back up energetically and return to sender. Love and fucking light. All right, on to our next card. <clears throat> I had a big spiritual morning, um, so you're kind of coming into my energy that I, I speak with my guides with, because <laughs> I'm going through some heavy stuff in my life right now, all right, and have been for many years, but it, it's, it's ramped up lately, so I have to take extra precautions, all right. If you're dealing with, with feeling even just sluggish, like Four of Cups, you're feeling sluggish, you're feeling not yourself, your energy's low, you feel weird, you're... I would do an egg cleanse, and I'm, I'm going to link a friend of mine's video down below because he did such a good job on explaining how to do an egg cleanse. I'm going to link that down below because I, I like his method, and I think it's a he did a really good job with it. Four of Cups is an energy of, like, today it's coming through as, like, a spiritual fog. Like, you were, you were coming in bright like the sun, and then the cloud came over the sun. That's where we're at today, where, where we're not going to let, I don't care who it is, specific people, our own mind because we're like you know it's like you can come back from like a crazy spiritual retreat that you didn't talk for nine days and you didn't have your phone and then it's like the second you get home and you get on tiktok again it's like i'm back i'm back in the drug den it's like <coughs> it's the spiritual fog and I'm on TikTok. I, I put out readings every day. 
So you can you can, you'll catch me you'll catch me outside over on TikTok, but I'm there with a different intention, okay? One, two, three on my clock right now. We gotta take these things step by step, day by day. And like I started off with the beginning of this video, if you wanna be a good teacher, why are your students failing? It's not their fault, it's yours. So we've gotta understand how to reach people in today's world. And we need to use the tools and the platforms that people are on and not be some like monk in the mountain. We need to. If we want to make a difference in this world, in other words, if we want to raise the vibration of this planet and we want to be the people that we know that we're here to be, we need to be the light and we need to be strategic on how to bring this stuff forward that actually helps people, not that just placates our need for validation like, wow, we're doing all this spiritual work. Blah, 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 blah. I spent so many years in a room full of people that were jerking themselves off every goddamn day of their lives for all the souls they were saving. You weren't saving one damn soul. What you were saving is you having to pay your own bills. That's what you were saving. All right. All right. Speaking of Leo energy, I have Mercury and Leo, so... Sometimes she comes out to play. Okay. The sun. This is us. This is who we are. Today, like, sometimes I see the sun as, like, the ego. Sometimes I see the sun as, like, illumination of the darkness or something that was hidden. Sometimes I see the sun as just, like, a nurturing energy that helps grow our crops. And those are all true things. But today I'm seeing it as very literal. The light which is what you're bringing back in this little globe. You're holding this globe of light, this orb, if you will, and you're figuring out how to shine it out with the three of wands out into the world. And, and you know, I'm always talking about out into the world, out into the world, because that's, that's my mission, right? Sometimes it... it Sometimes expanding that light into our own selves is just as important, if not more important, than having some big mission out in the world and society and all that, right? So let's let's not get it twisted. This is for us. And if we don't start here with ourselves, we we're gonna get rocked with the devil here. We don't, wise as a serpent, gentle as a dove. They might think you're a dove, but really you're a serpent. All right, so we got we to gotta stay smart with these narcissistic, truly evil energies that literally, in my case, wanted to see me dead. I know. Sorry, this isn't isn't really a happy episode. Happy New Year, everybody! Happy 2024. I guess I guess this is me in twenty twenty four. I'm I'm tired of the bullshit Capricorn energy. By the way, Happy New Moon, Cap. Even though it'll be after when I post this, but all right. <sighs> the reason why you're given the cold shoulder. 
Or, like I spoke about before, on the more extreme side of the spectrum, people may say things to you. They may try to take you down a peg. They may try to put you in your place. They may try to discourage you, speak badly on your character, start rumors about you, defame you, whatever, on the more extreme side, which I've experienced. On the more benign side, quote-unquote, it's more of just an energy of, like, wow, they're, they're kind of just not, they're not in this energy. It's a disconnect. You can't force anybody to be a high priestess, right? And that's where, with the devil, which is our final card, and I'm going to speak on it in a, in a few different ways. With the devil, it's funny because sometimes as spiritual people, this happens in religions especially. We think that we have this high-level knowledge and information, and a lot of us do, right? But to come to blast into situations, that's like a negative sense of authority where... I have the answers. I have the I have the truth. I have the light and everyone else is in the dark. It's like trying to control other people, change other people, convince other people that what we know is what it is and I would just drop that. Because the right people are going to listen and and resonate and relate. And the wrong people or the people who it's not for will either retaliate or simply just will not resonate with you. And there will be a disconnect. <coughs> Buy my merch, by the way. Thank you, everybody. All right. Support the channel. Thank you. <coughs> This is the reality of what is felt when you enter the scene. When you enter the scene all wide-eyed and bushy-tailed, excited, you don't even have to be saying anything. This is just your energy. It's like radiating this light. See all this golden yellow hue around this young man? It's like his zest for life. It's gonna make the darkness sick. It's like Denzel Washington says that your light irritates their demons. Demons, quote unquote, right? Okay. This is the reality. This is the, okay, this is the 3D. Okay, this is the 3D world experience. But what's beneath that or beyond that or on top of that or around that or however you want to see it is this. This is the reality. You're coming in there, maybe not even saying anything. It's just your energy is this light energy. And see how the devil, I actually love the devil card, but today he, today he's a bad guy. <laughs> love you, Caps. <laughs> Happy New Moon. 
it's like he's holding his hand up to the light. It's like he's he's saying no, no. So this this is the reality. Let me show you. You're coming in like this, and this is how you're being met. Okay, because what's happening, and this is an aspect of the sun card, it shines the light. It illuminates what's in the darkness. It's kind of like you have a corner of your house, like behind your desk that you haven't cleaned in like four years, and you shine a flashlight back there. You're not going to like what you see. It's like that, especially when you come back from one of these spiritual journeys and the light that's already within you is like, it's it's like, it's like the electricity has been charged. It's like your charge, like when you charge a crystal, cleanse a crystal and like the power comes back. Um, it, it, or it's like, uh, it's it's like clearing your aura out and the, the light gets brighter. It's like that. And so when you come back, quote unquote, whatever that means, whether it was like a, a literal journey of you having some sort of, I mean, this could even be like in therapy or something and you, some, you heal some sort of like codependency issue or something. And then you come back around these old people and they're like, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with me? I'm healed, bro. Like I'm fixed. What's wrong with me? It's because it's illuminating their codependency. It's illuminating how far, quote unquote, they have to go. It's making them feel like they're lesser than you. So that's why they put you down. They're projecting. Or that's why they're making you feel like you're not so special on the more benign end of things where it's just an energetic thing it's kind of just like when you're you're telling somebody that you're you're so excited about something and they're kind of just like hmm. yeah anyways <laughs> it's like they just don't care okay it's because it's making them uncomfortable All right. And again, sometimes this is it's so subtle that the cloud just slowly rolls on by and before we know it, we're 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 just we're back again, you know. We're just we're just back on social media again. Lulled to sleep again. Back to our old bullshit again kind of forgot about the heirloom to be honest with you don't even know where I put it I think I left it on my bed somewhere again because it's this energy of eh. the cup that's being handed to him is the ace of cups it's an eternal overflowing cup of unconditional love that never ends and he is kind of just like eh, what's so great about that I'm gonna kind of go back to what I'm doing here See the energy? It's subtle. It's it's not even like, and I'm not criticizing you. If I'm criticizing you, I'm criticizing myself because I do this all the time. It's like something gets dulled because of this devil energy. And sometimes the devil shows up as, 
Well, I'm just here because I'm concerned. Well, I'm just here because I'm, I'm frankly a little worried about how you've been acting lately. I'm simply concerned for your well-being. I'm just thinking about you, after all, because I love you so. Right? This could come in any form. The reality is the reality is the reality. You know what you know. You saw what you saw. You experienced what you experienced in the dark and in the light because you're a high priestess and you're coming back with some information and you're learning how to integrate and you're learning how to apply it. I would, to the best of your ability, just blast through all of this, bypass the whole thing. Well, what do we do? We just never have human connections and we just never, I'm not saying that. Don't, don't take my words out of context. I believe in community more than ever, and that's why I'm getting my ass back out into the world when all I want to do is hermit mode, because I've been so hurt by these people, and they continue to harass me. It's like, I can't live my life. Like, it's an everyday struggle for me. Like, I can't live my life in peace. There's no peace, because they continue to harass me. So, I, I'm not, okay. I'm fine. I'm just saying. It's like, this is not like, this is not like a casual convo for me. This is like, I struggle with this crap every single day. And so what I'm trying to say is that all the more, and I'm sure you do as well, right? Why are you watching this if, if not? Why would you listen to this all the way through if not, right? So I just realized that the last like three minutes of my episode, my camera just shut off. I didn't even hear it shut off or anything. So the next uh, couple minutes here are just going to be a black screen and me finishing up this episode because I'm not going to re-record. For those who want to listen, will listen. I just find it funny that I literally was talking about being silenced and my camera turned off. Woo woo, maybe. I love you guys. <laughs> All the more when we come back with like more light and more understanding. And it's like we're adding, maybe we come back even with like more spiritual gifts or we like remember a past life when we were like a shaman in the mountains or something. Like, and, and we come back and we just think that it's just going to be accepted. Wake up. They want to silence you. And sometimes, and this is really my point, the devil wears Prada. The devil comes as an angel of light. The devil comes as, I'm concerned. I just love you so. The devil comes as, hey, like... Let's hook up and, and do drugs like we used to. The devil comes as distractions. The devil comes as seduction. The devil comes as 
wow, you're getting a little woo-woo. I thought you were like an atheist. It's like the devil comes as whatever the quote-unquote devil has to come as to keep you lulled to sleep so you won't say a goddamn thing about what you know. Those who have ears, let them hear. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> it's been Missy Gordon, the Meta Mystic here. Thank you for listening, and I, I deeply love each and every one of you, and I thank you for being here along my journey and on this channel. So I will see you on the next episode. If you'd like to support this channel, as always, you can purchase merch. You can donate. Links down in the description. would love to hear your comments. Remember to like, comment, and subscribe. YouTube Currency, as we know, and I will see you on the next one.